Hello, Jeffrey. How are you? All right. And yourself? I'm good. Awesome. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for the invitation. Looking forward to the conversation. Yes. I'm about to play the intro, then we'll get started. Great. Welcome to another episode of Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. In the season four premiere, that was the theme song, Detroit Love, from my first album, The JLE Experience. We have another awesome and amazing guest. And after looking through your LinkedIn, you have done a lot of amazing things. <laughs> Thank you so much. Information, I, I say this right to show the proper respect. Have author, journalist, host of Imposter Syndrome Disrupted, LinkedIn audio events and beta tester, and founder CEO of TCM Communications, LLC. Welcome, Clarine Mitchell. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jeffrey. I appreciate you doing it. Can you tell people a little bit about yourself? Oh, um, so I am totally in love with being a business owner. So I'm a solopreneur and this is my full-time endeavor focused on changing the trajectory of lives and businesses, one LinkedIn profile at a time. So my business exclusively focuses on empowering my clients to leverage LinkedIn so that they can generate organic results. That's my specialty. Based upon my experience um, career-wise before I started my business and as far as being a journalist, being a public relations professional, community outreach. Um, so I help my clients tell their stories via LinkedIn to get results. So I do that through one-on-one -on -one coaching, group training, event speaking, content creation, um, done-for-you services, but um, just helping them shine a line and get results. We're as you know, Jeffrey, we're in a very digital-driven society era sure. now. Um, it cannot be ignored. And social media cannot be ignored. And this is uh, the time that people will, especially entrepreneurs, can really um, do themselves and their business a greater service if they lean into LinkedIn because it is the number one really exclusive platform social media wise for professionals and businesses, but many don't know how to use it. So this is really an ideal time for them to lean more into it and start using it effectively because the platform is just becoming more and more robust for more than just job seekers because it's really there for any and everyone, no matter where you're at on the spectrum professionally or business wise. Yes, I see the, the live shows people are doing on there now. Oh, my goodness, yeah. So I've had my LinkedIn live show since January of 2021. Awesome. And so for this year, I and you mentioned it, I'm a beta tester for a new feature called um, LinkedIn Audio Events. And so now I've launched my um, audio events series, which is my regular weekly office hours. But 
Yes, there's a lot of great, exciting things happening on the platform um, that people just like don't even have a clue about because most of us think about LinkedIn when we need a job and that's it. But it's so much more. <laughs> it's so much more to the platform than yes. that. It has evolved. It is so much more to that that people are really missing out on. Hey, I only got a LinkedIn profile for a business class back in like 2017, 18. And uh, everybody in the class was like, what is LinkedIn? Business <laughs> Facebook. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> we're like, what is this lady talking about? Who? who? Profile? Oh, man, it's more work. And I ain't really messed with it until God put me on this path to do a podcast. And wow, the, the love from Tisha Hammond, Robin Wilson, a lot of great people. Man, I'm humble. Yeah, so the same question or response you had, like, what is LinkedIn? A lot of people still have that kind of view. And even people feel like it's work to use the platform. But once you <laughs> really understand how to use it, and actually I have one of my newer clients, and she says it's fun now to her. It, it, you, she used to dread it, but it's fun because she now understands how it works. But, you know, when you get something that's worth it, that's of value, you have to put the work in. It's not going to come easy. Like no. the platforms, they, like I say, mm, I'm going to be nice, Jeffrey. <laughs> like, I like you. <laughs> I'm proud to be nice. Okay. But the other platforms are for play. I mean, they were not created from the core of their foundation or how they were, were created. They were not, they were not created for us to get results. They were not created from a business professional perspective. They were no. created from a social, having fun, entertaining, keeping mm -hmm. in contact with family, friends, or whatever. They weren't, and they still aren't, unless you spend a lot of money on ads. LinkedIn, you can get results without spending money on ads. You just have to know how to use it. So all day long, I'm sitting looking at people as I scroll, pretty much shaking my head. Like, really? <laughs> That's how you're going to do it over here? Uh-uh. And people wonder why they don't get the result, but they try to do what they do on other platforms on LinkedIn, and that doesn't work. Yeah, because, I mean, you think about it coming up, if you want to get into music or something, well, you got to get get your networking on. Well, how? Well, people that created this awesome platform made a one-stop spot where you can yeah. network with the planet. Yeah. But you got to get active, put some of you on there. So, because a profile is a snapshot of, are they a cool person? Can I link up and maybe make some money with them possibly, or are they, they're a weirdo? Right. So, you got to be business-minded about what you're putting on there and be authentic. Oh, most I love a sponsorship LinkedIn, by the way. I'm sorry? Uh, I love a sponsorship by them because we all talk about how awesome it is. <laughs> right. But yeah, like you said, like most people, they go to, when they want to vet somebody or do research or find out if somebody's credible, the first place they go is LinkedIn. And so if your profile is, you know, really looking mm, like, okay, I said I was going to try to be nice. But if your profile, raggedy, <laughs> that is just not going to bother for you. It's not going to create that strong first impression. And you want to create that impression where when people go to their your profile, they like, wow, I, I need to get to 
to know Jeffrey more. Let me dig more in his profile and find out more. Let me email him. Let me call him. Let me engage with him. Let me, you know, that's what you want to happen instead of people looking and shaking their head and like, mm -mm, moving on to the next. And then, you know, so. See, see I got to run a joke. Like, I know that when I, when I put my little spiel out, I love you on the show. I try to give a snapshot what my purpose is, but I know they're still going to check the page. I'm thinking to myself, they're like, stranger danger. Who is this guy? What do you want? <laughs> oh, we got a pot. Oh, we got a link. Okay. I'm pretty sure somebody like this, this guy got all this, but he ain't got a link straight to, oh, he do. Okay. Let me click. Oh, this is a cool show. He really trying to help people. I like it. Right. And then they might want to mess with it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Might. I understand it's, it's a process. I would do it. Like, who are you? What you want? Right. Vetting. I get it. Checking it out. Getting investigating. Getting a, a good ideal of if somebody is credible or legit. You know, like LinkedIn is how you establish yourself as a legit person, whatever you're doing. Um if you if your profile is real sketchy, meaning it's not completed and you're not having content. <laughs> Like the big, yeah, yeah, like missing pieces. Like, okay, people send me connection advice. Jeffrey, stop <laughs> laughing at me. I don't know you like that, but people send me connection advice. They don't have a profile photo. I'm ignoring. I can't see you. I don't know who you are. Like, it's basic kind of stuff that people just don't invest the time or resources so they can get someone who's an expert on a platform to guide them. But you can't, again, you can't get on LinkedIn being raggedy. It's not going to, it's not going to I'm, I'm not laughing at you at all. What you're saying is just awesome. Real so, talk. And no way at all I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because you just real about it. Real talk. Yeah. <laughs> you said it's raggedy. That's awesome. Okay, I'm gonna try to think of a nicer way to say that, but no, no, be you. No, no, middle ground, we keep it honest and real. Be you. All right. You gave me the permission. Okay. Yeah. If it's out if it sounds a little funny, I might laugh. I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> it just sounds funny. We family now. And I'm not right. gonna hit you. Don't beat me. So well, let's get to the first question. What led you to this path? I'm sorry. What led you to this path? Oh, so my story of mm -hmm. how I started my business, it started by, I say kind of by accident. And the more I go, I'm starting to see it as a blessing from God. Mm -hmm. But um, in 2016, I had an unexpected job loss that oh, rocked my world, um, where so much to the point where, and I, prior to then, and even now, I'm very much defined by what I do because I'm very, um, I'm very much committed to the work that I do, no matter what okay. work is and I'm doing. Um, my reputation matters to me um, and I put my stamp of excellence on whatever I do. And so to lose a job at that time was like, mm -hmm. what else am I going to do? And unfortunately, no matter what I did, all that I knew to do at the time, but no matter what I did, I couldn't get a job for almost a year, literally almost a year. And for me, I'm a very action orientated person. So not having mm -hmm. a job and not having something structured to do every day, that, that wasn't working well for me. But anyway, so lost a job, didn't have any other viable options in the process of me 
you know, trying to figure out what my next step was, trying to find a job. Of course, then I started using LinkedIn more because that's what we're told. We're conditioned to use LinkedIn when you need a job. So I started doing it. And mind you, I had a profile that was sitting there for many, many years. And I'm not going to say how long, but like sitting there stale. Okay. I wasn't using it. Started using it more consistently, act, you know, active on the platform because I needed a job. And actually, once I started using it more consistently, instead of just getting on and running, you know, getting on, doing something and then being gone, missing in action, I started just really kind of living on the platform. But in that process, I started learning the platform more and seeing it offered so much more than I ever anticipated. And because I was using it consistently, I started getting results that I hadn't even anticipated or pursued. So the the big aha moment for me or mm -hmm. how it all started, the process of me falling in love with LinkedIn was in the, so I lost the job in the fall of 2016. In the spring of 2017, mm -hmm. I received a DM from an editor of a magazine in New York. Awesome. Mm. Hold on, Jeffrey. Let me let me get the story. Okay. So I I I received it, and I'm a kind of, and this is a part of why I'm a good journalist because I'm skeptic, you know, by nature. I'm I'll mm -hmm. question things. Um. So I'm like, yeah, right. Me, and I'm in the Midwest, so I'm in the Greater Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. And so an editor from a New York City magazine sending me a message asking me if I wanted to write an article for their new their magazine, and I'm like, yeah, right. Mm, nah, I pass. I kind of blew, so I blew it off for a bit, and then I went and researched her and researched the magazine. It was totally legit. So I took advantage of the opportunity. Ended up having a paid writing gig that I didn't pursue. They pursued me based upon my LinkedIn presence. I had top billing on the cover of that magazine. Centerfold spread was able to write about something that I that was near and dear to my heart. But that like became my light bulb moment that, oh my, awesome. there's so much more to this platform. Um, at that time, articles were real hot on the platform. So I was publishing articles on the platform more and that's okay. how she discovered me. And then, so I was a job seeker again. I was going to networking groups for job seekers mm -hmm. and some of the regulars were seeing what I was doing on LinkedIn and we would meet for coffee one-on-one -on -one after the meeting so that I could teach them. Cause they was asking, okay, Clarine, how do you do this? How do you do that? No brainer to me, like, oh, no problem. And I would show them and they would go off and get jobs and live their happily ever lives while I was still struggling trying to get a job. And a light bulb moment again, like, wait a minute, I need to monetize this. So thus began the process of me creating my business, started out more public relations until I built a credibility as a LinkedIn expert, um, and then zoned in on that and have continued on to now being almost five years into having my business. Now, what is TCM Communications, LLC? It's... Uh, it's a public relations firm that focuses on social media branding for professionals, entrepreneurs, and businesses. Awesome. I never heard of that before. You don't, you're the only one in that niche or other people? 
there oh there and it's a growing um and i like how you said niche because that's important for business owners to create get you know their niche and grow that um but there is a growing or expanding kind of sector so to speak where um there's others who do linkedin coaching and training as well yes because i see you're the chief empowerment officer so I'm a solopreneur. So I'm in business um, by, with myself. Um, so that's just my spin on CEO. Um, okay. <laughs> I like it. Great. See, so you digging all in my LinkedIn profile, right? You can find out stuff about me because it's comprehensive. Everything is there for you to be able to see right there on my LinkedIn profile. Yeah, I want to make sure I ask them. And some people get nervous, like, like, I'm going to ask basic questions about how awesome you are. <laughs> what made you get on this path? So you can, at the end, ask them one question. What advice you have for someone trying to find their purpose? Mm -hmm. So you can share that game with someone that might be where you were. Mm -hmm. And then they realize, like, this ain't traditional Dan Rather type. <laughs> we don't do that here. Oh my goodness! It's you, all about you. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let's take a moment here and give respect for Dan Rather, legendary. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> go me game, absolutely. But we ain't professional like that at Middle Ground. This this is a cool environment. That's why we treat you like family, where you feel comfortable to share your backstory about your life. All right, come on. With Whatever I can do to make you comfortable. I said, Joe, whatever I got to do, so you're comfortable to share your story to help someone else. All right. And it's our to market whatever you're doing, too. How long it need to be. Uh-oh. Okay. People starting to like it, I'm noticing now. So I try, I'm, I'm getting better with the Canva um, flyers. <laughs> okay. And I ain't sweet yet. No, I came up from writing it on Facebook and screenshot and put it everywhere. So to me, that's like a little win. <laughs> and we have to celebrate. That's important, though, because we have to celebrate our wins as business owners. No matter what, how little they are, that's the practice that I have of celebrating my wins as I go along, big and small. And even, you know, you talk about your Canva, but social media graphics, that's something as a solopreneur, I had to teach myself. And now I do them for my clients. You know, I get busy to create graphics. But when I first started my business, I look back and I shake my head when I look at some of my old graphics right. because I was a newbie. But having limited mm -hmm. resources and being able to um, just make sure the money funds that I did have mm -hmm. had to prioritize where I spent them. So I taught myself how to create graphics. And that's why I said right now, is an ideal time, a great time, a perfect time for those who are thinking about becoming entrepreneurs, business owners, because there is so much out there that's available for us resource-wise, like mm -hmm. in Canva. And there's other platforms that you can use to create your, your, um, your social media graphics or other documents that you may need for your business. Um, there's, you know, the platforms for us to do podcasting. There's, you know, there's so many different kind of resources that we mm -hmm. can then take advantage of at low cost and still be able to present ourselves professionally at a quality level. Absolutely. Because I say the, the term, get it out the mud, because you're figuring it out on your own. So it's going to be trial and error. You know, you ain't got the rich relative or investor. Mm -hmm. 
No. You getting it out the mud, figuring out every step by step. Right. I started my business, I say, on a penny budget because it wasn't something I planned. It wasn't something that I had, you know, had a long goal and dream to be an entrepreneur, business owner. Um, so was I wasn't prepared. So it was on a penny budget, build as I, you know, um, you know, that phrase or that saying, you know, um, building an airplane as you're flying, you know, okay. um, and, you know, it's going to be shaky as you're getting it together. And then at some point you're going to soar, you're going to fly because you, you got it together. So, um, yeah, it's doing what we can little by little until um, we get that momentum and really expand. I mean, the only experience I had in journalism, I was on a journalist, I had a journalism class and was on the Cooley High School yearbook, well, newspaper for a semester. Cooley? Oh. That's the only part I have of <laughs> any journalism background. No, you reminded me when you said that, reminded me of one of my all-time favorite movies, Cooley High. That's all. Yeah, because... I'm like, they made a movie about our school. Like, no, nah, that's something. I was like, you sure? <laughs> you got the same name now. <laughs> Should have been a cardinal, you know what I'm saying? Like, you sure? Like, no, nah, stop. Okay. Um, now, how did you come about writing the book? Oh, that's another story. So another story of even how, even though I have a 30 plus year um, history or experience as a print journalist, I never really had it on my to-do list to write a book. Mm -hmm. um, but I attended um, a small business conference in Chicago in 2019. And during one of the breakout sessions, um, they it was one of, actually one of the keynote sessions, they were offering um, this um, mastermind, book writing mastermind, a weekend long book writing mastermind up class and so i'm like hmm it was seemed like a good opportunity so i i took advantage of it okay not thinking you know i was i wasn't at that point really committed to writing a book it was just exploring you know because as entrepreneurs business owners gotta be in a mindset of always taking risks and exploring and mm -hmm. trying stuff trying new stuff all the time went to the two um the weekend conference or you know mastermind and in the in the training, it's just like I committed. Like, hmm, I can do this. What am I waiting on? It's a no-brainer kind of thing. <laughs> okay. I can do like literally, Jeffrey. I so that was in July of 2019. In September 2019, I had my book written and in my hand. Awesome. Public, printed, in my hand. Um, so less than 60 days, I wrote and self-published my book. And um, it, it was a wonderful experience. I appreciated the process um, as a tip. And, you know, I'm all about transparency and full disclosure. A part of why I was able to do it in less than 60 days, I had at that time, as I talked about before, had been writing, publishing articles on LinkedIn on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I took some of those articles off from my LinkedIn profile refreshed them, you know, edited them, customized them for a book process format, added some new chapters, and there was my book. Okay. And the book cover, I designed myself. Again, there's platforms that allow us to do things. Did the same thing for my book. <laughs> designed, <laughs> love, baby. 
designed it myself, my cover did everything, but that that's how my book process came to be and really to supplement my training. So for um, others to have, you know, in my trainings and my coaching to have a quick reference um, to what I teach and then others who are around the, the world, country and around the world who can get to me one-on-one, they can have my book. Um, it's a very, again, based upon my background and my writing style, it's a, um, an, uh, it's not an intimidating, because it's a, it's a LinkedIn book. So it's not like the traditional LinkedIn techie books. Like I have some, even now I'm looking over at my, my bookshelf, books that I've never read, right? Well, um, I'm sorry. What's the name of your book? My, the name of my book is Shine Online with LinkedIn. LinkedIn is more than just a database of resumes. But the the other books I don't I don't I've not read from book to cover to cover because they're dry, they're techie, right? And so people are always surprised or they comment on the fact that they read my book from cover to cover, they go back and pull it when they need a reminder about certain things, and that's what I wanted to happen. I wanted it to be useful to people, not just something they browse through or go, you know, certain sections only. Mm -hmm. So that is is written in a story kind of fashion. Um, and I sneak in the, the techie tips throughout the storytelling process. Yeah, it's amazing. God have will have you be very transparent when you start writing books. Mm. I don't like it, but you gotta be obedient, right? <laughs> Just flow with it. Don't don't resist, Jeffrey. Don't resist. I don't want it. Stop fighting it. Let them use you. Just yeah. <laughs> put all my business out there. Like, okay, I'm an honest person anyway. Just put it on paper for them too, so they can see it. Right. It's gonna help somebody. That's what I tell myself. Exactly. It's just so vulnerable, Clarine. Like, dang, I'm putting all my stuff out here. They really yes, Jeff. Like, okay. They then people in that and even connecting into LinkedIn, you, you have greater success when people get to know you, like you, and trust you. And so being our authentic selves on the platform, where and and, and it happens to me all the time where I'll meet somebody in person, it's like we know each other because we've had that real life exchanging on the platform. Mm -hmm where it's not airs or you know that restricted kind of process but being very open yeah i'm learning i know it sounds weird you might and you, you might get a good laugh i'm doing podcasts and music books but i don't want to be that transparent <laughs> i mean not okay jeffrey it's not like you have to admit your deep darkest secrets or things that you you know like only you or certain other people should know it's it's a limit to it. It's not like okay, open it. Op you be a total open book, and the world knows everything about you. They they can know what is relevant for them to know, right? Yeah, but I, I had once been a CIA when I was younger, so I kind of be stuck on hey, that's classified. <laughs> I like ice cream. You don't need know that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't need know like butter pecan. Why why you asking? <laughs> That's how my thought works, but you're right. It ain't got to be everything but the stuff that God wants people to know because I have heard it has helped people that read it. And that's the ultimate goal. I want to be a blessing. Good. 
So you are LinkedIn coach and training for entrepreneurs and C-suite executives. What is the C-suite executive? Well, I mean, I service anyone who is willing to invest into their brand and work with me. Mm -hmm. um, but the majority of my clients, they are um, entrepreneurs and C-suite executives. So corporate executives is oh, C-suite executives mean. So um, those at the higher level. Um, but again, no matter where you're at on the spectrum, professionally or business-wise, and you're ready to boss up on the platform, I'm always ready to guide you through the process. You gangster, you said boss up. Look at it. Uh, yes, boss up. Like own your own online brand. Like don't have it out there where again my match my word for today raggedy. Don't have your, your yourself out there looking raggedy on the LinkedIn streets. Boss up and own that brand and dominate so that you get the results from the platform. Hey, your pictures are deceived. You look so sweet and innocent. <laughs> <laughs> You're a gangster. I like it. Oh, wow. You don't hold them up. I, I am, like it. I am sweet. Don't be saying that. I am. I mean, you are, but the way you're talking, like, oh, oh you meet with her, she's going to get you straight. Man. Oh. We ain't, we ain't playing no games about business. Well, my okay. help will be for real, for real. For real, for real. And my clients will tell you that. I am about business. It's all about, so... The way I, I measure my success is a success is through the success of my clients. So I'm all about them getting results. And so we don't play. I when we work, and so my main package that I offer my clients is what I call my LinkedIn power package. And it's called power sessions with my coaching because it's intense, right? We do two-hour yeah. blocks of coaching where we're working, we're not just talking, we're working, we're getting things done. Um, and I hold them accountable. So, yeah, I am about the business. Always have been and always will be. I love that gangster about you. Why I got to be gangster? That has a negative connotation. No, 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 no. Over here, that's a business because you you in corporate America, sometimes you got to get a little gangster, let them know, hold on, buddy. You're doing too much. <laughs> don't, don't try to walk over me. I'm nice, but I ain't, I ain't chump. Right. I heard exactly say that in my business classes. So I'm like, wow, they, they said that. Like, yeah. Some might try to think you short. You got to let them know something. Right. You right. know, nothing wrong with being short. Anybody listening? <laughs> I'm not that tall. Now, how long have you, have you been doing the show? Imposter Syndrome Disrupted. Um, I launched that in January of last year, so 2021. Okay. Um, the process with the show or the, the focus, the scope of the show is I work to empower women entrepreneurs to help them um, really break out of the imposter mindset, the mindset of them not being good enough, them oh, not not um, having the skills, qualities, expertise that they mm -hmm. truly already do have. Um, so helping, and, and I really started it based upon my LinkedIn coaching, a majority of my clients being women, and them, those women, some of them, struggling mm -hmm. to do some of the things I would have them to do so that they would shine online, and them questioning their own skills, their own expertise, I saw that as a continued theme. And okay. so 
that's what made me start the show. What's been impact since you've been doing it? Oh, the impact is, especially because it, it garners views, um, attendees from all over the country and internationally, really, um, it, it has become a safe place for women to really look forward to every women entrepreneurs specifically, but to look forward to every second and fourth Tuesday um, to know that I will bring on a guest um, mm -hmm. who is a woman entrepreneur. She'll share her journey and then um, tips and insights and resources I provide um, as much as I can, whether it is some grant opportunities I know about or some other resources, I provide those as well. Um, so it's become a um, a safe place for women entrepreneurs to tune in on a regular basis. That's all about empowering them, um, really us celebrating who we are and all of our brilliance and um, us being powerhouses in our respective areas of expertise and being able to um, personify that on LinkedIn and in our businesses overall. That sounds like some amazing work y'all doing over there. What you're doing over there. Yeah, I'm like, y'all, what y'all? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. You, you solo. <laughs> me and the good Lord. Okay, yes. <laughs> yeah, so you're not solo because God walked with you. Every step. Now, have you thought about doing another book? Um, Actually, um, I kind of go back and forth. I don't have any plans um, anytime soon, but I, I've been thinking about, though, my experience as an entrepreneur um, and just in general, so not LinkedIn specific, but more about my experiences, especially as a black woman entrepreneur, especially from the Midwest, um, having a tech related business, but just lessons I've learned along the way. And, um, but that's not anytime soon. Now, have you came across any challenges, obstacles on this path? Really? Are you serious? Or are you just playing? Like that's a that's a rhetorical question, right? I mean, most time I ask the question, I don't really get nobody to say they had a real problem. So really? Ask, yeah, I'm just asking the question. Don't 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 kick me. Oh, like where? <laughs> no, like for me, like where do I begin? Like it's been like all alone again because I started with the penny budget and still, you know, as a solopreneur with limited resources and doing something that's kind of, and as you even asked me before or made the comment, like it's out the norm, what I do. Um, it's not like, it's not normalized like an accountant or a real estate mm. agent or a barber or cop, you know, a hairstyle. It's not normalized what I do and getting people to, understand the value of what I do and putting investing into the years of experience that I bring to the table, um, my education, the, the um, long-term results that they'll get from working with me. So from that perspective, also, you know, again, I'm a black woman in the Midwest um, and that has, you know, challenges in its own that go with that. Um, but even, you know, I'll even share this. So I've had where I've tried to um, get coaches along the way, so to speak. And I had one coach and this, you know, 
like I may write a book <laughs> with this experience, <laughs> but who actually um, told me I should stop my business and go work for a competitor. Um, but the, the real um, challenging um, part with him is he told me um, it was a particular session I had with him and I didn't have my hair in a style that he was used to seeing. Oh, wow. So he was used to seeing it. And you look at me now, my hairstyle is, is shorter. But before it was full, you know, um, full mm -hmm. curly, natural kind of Afro. Um, but I would have it's, you know, quote unquote neat, you know, pulled and straight and, you know. Um, but one particular session, it was in more of an ethnic, quote unquote, style. And he was just totally taken aback by that and actually said, oh, I like you better the other, your hair the other way. Oh, wow. And I'm like, wait a minute, who are you? You're not my husband. You you don't pay nothing on my... But wow. my thing was that that's not why you're supposed to be coaching me business-wise. My hairstyle shouldn't have anything to do with me as a business owner um, in the coaching he was supposed to be providing me. So that just being one example of, yes, challenges along the way, the lack of funding, um, resources, trying to put things together um, to be able, like this month, this is January, and a lot of subscriptions that I have hit at the same time, you know? So just keeping things afloat and going and moving forward. Um, I, I could go on and on. Challenge all choice. Um, when it had nothing to do with my skills, qualifications, yeah. expertise, and all of that. But that just being one example of just... Yeah, challenges all throughout the process. Uh, as as it go, the saying goes, entrepreneurship isn't for the faint of heart. You you got to have the grit. You have to have the determination. You have to have, um, you have to have that mindset of just keeping keeping things going, pushing through no matter what. Um, there challenges like at and uh, wow, I'm I'm just already hitting my hand for sharing this story on a podcast but early in my business there was a phenomenal opportunity i was presented with mm -hmm. that i blew meaning like i um i was too new i wasn't ready i didn't prepare appropriately for it and i'm a speaker and i'm a trainer and people who know me now will probably or you know not believe this but i was given a training and people got up and walked out they were frustrated. They walked out complaining as they walked out because I misjudged the audience or and mis didn't prepare appropriately. Um, but so that experience could have broke me, could have stopped me. But like once I commit to doing something, I, I'm I mm -hmm. made it. And so I took um, time to really evaluate what happened, what went wrong, what could how I could have been differently and I vowed to never have that happen again and I continue moving on to the point where before the pandemic hit I was traveling the country as a speaker opening an opening speaker okay. for events um 
um, including here in Milwaukee, but in New Orleans, in Omaha, Nebraska, all places, um, in um, Detroit. And so I was traveling as a speaker, opening events. That would have never happened if I would have just gave up based upon that experience early in my business. So um, challenges, yes, that's been the journey of me, me being an entrepreneur and will continue to be. It's just always about how we approach, you know, do we let it, the challenges stop us or do we get learning lessons that we need and keep moving forward? See, I felt led to ask because it was something there. Whatever. <laughs> I know you're looking like, why are you asking me that? <laughs> like, like, if something there that's not being said, it's going to help somebody. And oh, there you go. Like, I, I, I'm just like, for anyone who doesn't have any challenges and they're an entrepreneur, like, I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what that's like because, again, like, it seems like it comes with the process of being entrepreneurs. And that, and that's the thing as an entrepreneur, as a special small business owner, and unless you're taking over something that was already pre existing, we're starting something from nothing. And the whole process mm -hmm. of starting from something from nothing is full of challenges, even as basic as people like not understanding what we what we're wanting to do. Like there's still people like in my family, in my circle that really don't have a clue what I do because oh, wow. it's different. Um, but that doesn't mean I stop. It means mm -hmm. I just keep going and or I connect with those who do understand but starting something from nothing is 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 it is it's double sided where it's full of challenges but it's very exciting as well right yes cuz a lot of people have challenges where money stuff like that but i just felt led like there was a story <laughs> i know what it was like it's a story that's going to help but i don't know what it is oh there's more but we're going to say that for the book <laughs> yeah see 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 look at that now that book coming up see Okay, I, didn't, I didn't give no date for the book, so we're good. Mm-hmm. Method to the madness. You know, they're probably looking like, what, what I'm throwing at? What I'm throwing at? <laughs> uh, I'm going to make an, uh, a LinkedIn post talking about this experience with this just host that wouldn't just get, be nice to me, no? <laughs> <laughs> I'm super nice. It's all about you. <laughs> How awesome you are. Mm -hmm. I don't know okay. who's doing it like I'm doing it. <laughs> I ain't, ain't no question where I looked up were you smoking pot in 1945 like where'd that come from I ain't doing no crap like that cause I've had people ask like there's no there's no surprises it's all about how you got to where you are and the journey and how you can help somebody you have a website actually I do guess okay. where it is or what it is it's called my LinkedIn profile. So I don't have, and I used to have a website and I discontinued it because my approach with LinkedIn is very, I call, I'm starting to call it more like a one-stop shop when it comes to um, my needs for business purposes. Okay. Um, but especially, so I'm like, everything I was doing on my website, because I don't have products and it's not where um, I'm selling things. And mm -hmm. so everything I was doing on my website pretty much is there for, you know, per my LinkedIn profile. Um, so 
That's what I use or re, um, refer people to my LinkedIn profile and my LinkedIn company page. So they can, you know, go to my LinkedIn profile to stay up to date with the personal and, you know, other kind of information I share. But then the company page is pretty much like my website because it's more of the, okay, who the information from a business perspective in that kind. Um, so there it is, the, um, my LinkedIn profile and then my LinkedIn company page, TCM Communications. Okay, because when I post the episode, I'll, I'll try to put the website they can reach the person out. Try to help get, put the people towards the person more. That would be great. And then on social media, outside of LinkedIn, TCM comms on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, I'm have to look you up. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 what's with the uh-oh? Oh. I think I'm trouble or something. <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm even saying that. That's like a half step went down with the voice pitch. Oh. <laughs> no, we're, we're just having fun, right? Yeah. So it goes oh, both yeah, ways. It goes both ways. Oh, it's cool. I love it. I talk smack all the time. <laughs> so you talk it, you got to take it then too, right? Yeah, but people don't normally go back with me, so it's always a nice present <laughs> when I do have someone that want to talk some smack back. Ah, you didn't know. Okay. <laughs> I told you, yeah, you come off just so, so nice and mild manner, and she just, she bought it. I mean, she's, a, she's a boss boss out here. You know how, like, even in a corporate world, we have to code switch. You know, we have to have those, mm -hmm. you know, and we, when I say we, African-Americans, Blacks. Absolutely. Um, based upon who we're, you know, talking with, who we're ha doing, having business with, we can, we can do it all, right? Um, we have, and so for me, as, as a business owner, um, I have to be able to relate to various customers, various clients, so to speak, um, whether, you know, they, education-wise, you know, you know, the full spectrum, career-wise, um, Culture-wise, all of that, I have to be able to relate and kind of almost be a chameleon, so to speak, and be able to make sure that we can have that synergy so that then we can have the right energy so that they can um, accomplish what, need, what they need to accomplish on LinkedIn. I mean, that's something I'm, I'm humbled that God gave me. I can adapt to anybody. Good. I'm, I, I would be hubris to think that some people I've interviewed when it came to show like, what this younger know? Oh, he ain't been doing what I've been doing. And maybe no one's ever had that thought, but maybe there's one. And then when we talk, wherever you want to go, very intellectual, very corporate, very hood. I'm a nerd, but I'm from the hood. Or chill. Whichever, whichever flavor you want to go, we can go there. Okay, you want me to get into my corporate mode? I can do that, but I was going oh, you want in corporate you. already? I was going based on you and just chilling in this conversation. So. <laughs> you came you came in on this boy on straight corporate. Like, oh, we the boardroom. I gotta bring on chill mode a little bit on the healthy balance. 
I'm like, I gotta pull out. I'm like, let me get my paper. The test is about to start. Mm-hmm. What chapters? Because she ain't. She gonna be walking to make sure you ain't cheating. <laughs> let me pull up your LinkedIn profile while we talking, Jeffrey. How about that? Hey, go ahead. I'm open book. <laughs> I ain't a hard man to find. I ain't scared. These LinkedIn streets. I gotta add author on that though. I just thought about that while we've been talking. You need to um, let me. I'm sorry. Let me apologize. I can't say what you need to do. You're not a client of mine. So I'm going to go easy. But I would recommend how about that, Jeffrey, that you prioritize getting to the benchmark that LinkedIn gives all LinkedIn members when it comes to connections. And so that's being that being 500 plus. Um, LinkedIn is a networking platform. And so having that um, benchmark achieved helps to get you along the way where you have the broader net to start really getting some momentum on the platform. You know, if it's a networking platform, but you don't have enough connections to network with you, then you're gonna not going to reach your goals of that. But um, that's the benchmark that LinkedIn has, not as an endpoint, but as a beginning point to say you're on your way to build a credible network. So 500 plus. Um, and my philosophy is all about quality versus quantity. So as you're expanding and getting to that 500 plus and then expanding after that, it's making sure they're about quality, not just the numbers. It's, it's interesting. I'll see profiles sometimes where, not sometimes, all the time, they'll have a zillion, so to speak, connections. Okay. Um, Maybe, you know, in the six figures or whatever. But yet when I go to their activity section, they have no engagement or very minimal engagement with their content. Because either they bought the con- the connections, so to speak, or play, you know, some gimmicks or whatever, or um, they were all just about the numbers and not building community, not building quality connections, and you know, in a, a way where people would be interested in their content. Um, so it's about quality, not quantity, when you have those connections. Um, I have, and people may think about that when they look at my connections, but I've built the, my network over the years of having my business. You know, it seems like, a, it seemed like a long time to me. Um, <laughs> um, but it has yeah. been four years, four plus years, but I've strategically built my connections over this time frame, based upon my content and based upon my engagement with others. Um, And then, you know, the content I put out there, my newsletter and other um, information I put out there is helped to grow my followership. But the connections, it's it's been strategically over time. So um, but getting up to 500 plus, Jeffrey, have that as a go. I'm I'm writing down notes. I'm in class. Uh oh. Mm. (laughs) No, hey, I, I, I welcome all advice. I have no ego over here. I didn't know that was a benchmark. I learned something new today. Thanks. Oh, yeah. That's that's just like real basic from the start, like 500 plus. That's for all LinkedIn um, users. If you see, if you look at profiles or your audience, they look at profiles on LinkedIn, they'll see like at the top section, the introductory section, mm-hmm. it'll count the number. Like I look, I'm looking at yours now and it says 264. Um, it'll keep counting that 
showing that number one by one till you get to 399 or 475 or whatever until you get to 500 plus once you get to 500 plus that's what it's going to say no matter how many connections you have okay i have um, i think my connections are 9000 or something i don't remember but people will see 500 plus at the top of my profile okay or generally with other profiles, they'll see 500 plus no matter how many connections they have. Um, so having that credibility where it says 500 plus instead of it counting one by one until you get to that number. Now with the newsletter, can you just write your own newsletter or that's something that got to be approved by LinkedIn? Oh, no, they don't have to approve. Yes, you can write your own. So there, there's an option first to publish your own articles so articles is different from newsletters so articles is you know independent articles but newsletters is like a theme in every addition to that newsletter connects to that theme like i have my shine online bulletin newsletter so everything in every article addition to that newsletter relates to how people can expand their brand, their visibility, okay. their, their connections on LinkedIn. It's all about how to use LinkedIn more effectively and shine online. Um, but newsletter, like when I want to just write a random article that about something that is important to me, then mm -hmm. I just publish. And again, going back to how I started to fall in love with LinkedIn, that's what got the attention of the editor of a New York magazine for me just writing articles. Um, but you have to have, or my suggestion is you get a track record of writing articles before you start a newsletter and then have some consistency with that newsletter. But it's a great way to um, build your um, reputation as a thought leader, not just someone is just doing regular posts, but as a thought leader and um, build your followership. Okay, time out, what's a thought leader? Oh, um, so a thought leader is someone who the masses, so to speak, or others look to for guidance or to be the go-to when it comes to a particular topic. Um, so that's a thought leader, someone who um, is the go-to regarding information. Okay. Then learn more, learn more new stuff. Okay, keep keep the notebook and trees going. Oh yeah, I, hey, I'm in class right now. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna help me build. You're helping me learn another aspect of building my brand. All right, and you don't have to do it. I really appreciate you. You're welcome. There's so much more to LinkedIn, and again, most people even understand or think about there's just a wealth of opportunity on the platform um and again they're making it more and more robust and so the more that people can lean into it and start using it the more they can get from it now i definitely want to start writing articles oh good okay let me look at the profile again and see well you've published some articles the last one was way back in sorry but yeah, way back in February 2017. So um, yeah, get get back in the habit of publishing articles. Okay. 
and 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 I'm and I'm sorry not to put the spotlight on you, but just as an example, like anybody can look at your profile at any given time and see, just like automatically when you said about articles, then I went to your profile and looked and see. Um, anybody at any given time can look at information, you know, because a lot of times somebody may say, Oh, I'll be at a networking event and People hear what I do and they get kind of braggadocious, so to speak, or, mm -hmm. oh, I'm good with LinkedIn. And then I, I pull out my phone and look at their profiles and I'm like, hmm, okay, I can't tell. Because, like, the information is there where anyone can see at any given time. That is true. <laughs> you pulled out the phone. You're awesome. Oh. Thank you. Have they gotten better with their LinkedIn from knowing you? I'm sorry. Have they have they gotten better with using their LinkedIn when they had these? My coaching clients. I mean, friends besides your coaching clients. Um. My, well, first, my coaching clients most definitely because again, I'm all about results and but it's a team effort, so. I teach them, they have to put into practice what I teach them. Um, but not, so friends and not even just people who follow my content, they're able to understand and use the platform better as well. Not to the level my clients do, because mm -hmm. I give my clients the more intensive hands-on um, guidance. But mm -hmm. from a daily basis, on a daily basis, I'm putting out tips. I'm putting out, especially through my newsletter, um, and now with my LinkedIn audio events that I do, which are pretty much my regular off LinkedIn office hours, so to speak, where I go live and I allow, you know, people to come on the stage and ask me questions. Um, so most definitely, and I get messages all the time, direct messages or comments of people who talk about how now they're able to do this, that, or whatever, or okay. results that they're getting and their understanding and a approach to LinkedIn is better because of them following me. So most definitely. That's awesome. So through your journey, what would be the biggest thing you learned so far? Um, to the biggest thing is to who? Because there's so much. Always show up like to show up whether virtually or in person like the expert that i am that's the biggest lesson and that even goes back to the one story i shared with you about that event that i blew um yes. show up and own the room as in the experts that i am as the expert i am that would be one of the bigger um pieces that i would you know share with others and then the other one is just you have to forge your own path. You know, people will be in your ear, you know, as people are always with me, you know, everybody has ideals and thoughts of what you should do, how you should do it and all of that. But mm -hmm. at some point we have to zone in and filter all of that out and just get busy and do what we can do, right? Because we can't keep flipping and doing this and doing that. And, you know, um, so you know, having that narrow focus and getting things done. Now, last question, as I mentioned earlier, what advice you have someone trying to find their purpose? Oh, 
that is easy. I shouldn't say easy. I'm sorry. So a part of even when I started my business in a found, I'm, I, I love quotes, inspirational quotes. And the found foundation quote, foundational quote from my business is from A.G. Gaston. And if people are not familiar with him, I encourage them to Google him. He's a successful um, Southern business owner, entrepreneur, maverick. Um, but A.G. Gaston, a quote he said, and I'm looking at it because I have it on my bulletin board, find a need and fill it. Successful businesses are founded on the needs of the people. And when I discovered that quote, it helped to turn again, made it possible for me to say, yes, I'm going to start a business. And for me, it was, and it should be, I'm encouraging for others, find out what you're good at, that you can do effortlessly, that there that could fill a need for, for other people. But it has to be something you're good at, you love it, you have a passion for it. You could see yourself doing it seven days a week if you had to, but you don't have to. But where it's not something that you dread doing, but you that really excites you, that is your passion, that you can, because especially as an entrepreneur, like this is the hardest, it's not a job job, but being an entrepreneur is the hardest I've ever worked in my life but it's the most gratifying at the same time. I get up super early. I'm working through the, throughout the day and wearing all hats with my business and weekends, evenings, holidays, all of that. But because I love what I do, because it's my passion, because I like wake up with what I do on my mind, excited and looking forward to doing it and not dreading it, that makes the world of a difference. And so for others, really reflecting on what's their true passion, what could they do seven days a week if they had to without any regret or without any hesitation or disdain about doing it. That's awesome advice. Awesome person. How you like being on the show? This has been fun. I can't wait to listen back to it because I always evaluate myself. So I'm looking forward to listening back to it. It's been fun. Okay. I definitely had fun with you as well. Learn some stuff. I'm going to be working on. So my LinkedIn is good and I won't get an inbox. Tighten that up, Jeff. We <laughs> <laughs> family now. I'm going to get the A. Hey, come on. What you doing? Mm. Uh, we had to talk on you, huh? <laughs> like, we had to talk on your show, and and you still. Mm. I so want that talk with you. <laughs> when you gonna get to that five hundred plus, Jeff? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna get there. Uh, no, okay. When I'm asking you, like set a timeline, like by June is a reasonable time period. Who? When? June. This is this is like January. Okay. All right. I mean, it works quicker than that. Okay. No, I'm I'm gonna leave you alone. All right. <laughs> See? See? You got a pen in your hand ready to throw it. Do do what works. As long as you set a time. I, and I push because it's like people always say, 
and not, you know, put you in a bunch with the other people. But a lot of times we say, we say we're going to do something, but unless we have a timeline to drive us, um, yes. quite sometimes it just doesn't happen. So setting that timeline, because there's, you know, reference to people to LinkedIn and people like saying they're going to, they're going to start using it. They're going to start getting better with it, but there's no urgency with them, you know, and then they're, they're spending time on other platforms as opposed to prioritizing LinkedIn when they could prioritize the platform and get much more results and progress. Oh, no, I definitely want to make sure I'm on point. That'll bring more people to me that might want to be on my show compared to me always reaching out. So it's a give and take. Right. And if that helps, I want to put that work in. All right. And I don't want you throwing nothing at me. <laughs> um, you're in, so I can't physically throw stuff. See? You, you, you the same in Detroit. You definitely want to. I hear it in your voice. I hear it. <laughs> That's what he laughing. Like here I have some upcoming business in Detroit, so you never know, I may pop up. So, okay, I'm sure I'm fan now. Fall through, break bread, It'd be awesome. I, I made sure I have a notebook and pen too because you might throw some, some game at me. Always, I it's hard for me, and again, going back to your closing question, like this is my passion, so it's hard for me to have conversation with people for a long amount of time without me getting to the point of talking about LinkedIn, because this is what I live and breathe, so to speak. So that's why um, I'm good at what I do. No, not good. I'm excellent at what I do because this is what I know inside and out, especially with me focusing on the platform exclusively versus LinkedIn and other platforms. No, it's LinkedIn because I know it inside and out because it's my exclusive focus. And from hearing you talk about it, yeah, if you're a business, that should be first. Right. I get the other ones because that's the masses of other different types of demographics. But this is the first one that should be on point. Because you can make some money partner up with people on here probably quicker because people oh, do look at your page so i mean because again linkedin is the number one really exclusive platform for social i mean professional business purposes and understand that people on a platform in the mindset of professionalism and business versus if you hit me up or you on facebook that's not where my mindset is and actually i've given up facebook kind of sort of because it was draining my time and focus and energy um, and not yielding results. But when people are on other platforms, they're not necessarily exclusively in a business mindset. On LinkedIn, that's what people are, you know, that's where they're at mentally. And I'm quoting one of my clients, is where the people who write the checks are on LinkedIn, like because it is the business platform. Um, so, yeah, okay. We're supposed to stop, so let me stop talking about <laughs> Hey, this is the show about you. If there's some more game you need to give out, I ain't going to say stop. We would be going on and on because there's always <laughs> something else I can say about LinkedIn, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up there. Okay. I definitely appreciate you being the first guest of season four. 
Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Special. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm amazed that I'm at season four. Good for you. Keep it going. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my goal is a hundred episodes. Oh, and keep going after that. But that's just a little benchmark. That's good. I have a podcast, and I'm only at episode 25 on Tuesday. So I admire the fact that you're this far along and continuing. But they go quick. If you're doing them like every now, at least have four a week, I'm noticing now. Oh, my. Wow. That was just Friday at 7. <laughs> then I just felt more content during the break from Christmas. And... That's what it is. Okay. Well, my end of Sunday is whatever to accommodate the guests that work for after I get off work. So after four, somewhere around there, I want to do it because I know it's going to help somebody. I might not never meet them, but I know out of the 70, I think, episodes so far, something's on there from what someone says is going to help someone find a purpose. And they might change somebody else's life by getting on their purpose. Great. Great. I'm trying to do that. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. So I appreciate you being on the show. I want to thank author, journalist, host of Imposter Syndrome Disrupted every second Tuesday and fourth Tuesday of the month on LinkedIn Live. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn Audio Events and Beta Tester and LinkedIn Audio Events Beta Tester as well. Founder, CEO, of TCM Communications, LLC, Clarine Mitchell. She's been an awesome guest. Gave me a hard time on purpose. I like it. <laughs> I know we family now. <laughs> you want to do this, she didn't think I was cool. So I respect it. I'm going to play the outro, get the show together, and I'm going to text you a copy of it. All righty. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for doing it. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you.